Welcome to Danger Dudes. Join three sisters immersed in magic, southern drama, and the family business. All right, welcome to season two. Uh, Jacob, why don't you tell us what gaming system we're playing with this week? Yeah, this time we're going to play uh, Fate Core, put out by Evil Hat. Fate Core has been around for a while, I think like 2013 when the Fate Core book came out. I think uh, it was actually designed a little bit earlier than that. It's another um, like fast and fun, rules relatively light game uh, that puts a lot of fiction first. It's got a really simple dice system that we'll talk about later. Uh, I'll give you the huge list of people who helped make it. Le- lead designer was <laughs> Leonard Balsera. Uh, assistant development was Brian Ingard. And then there's a bunch of assistant developers and artists and, and whatnot. And the original concept was Rob Donahue and Fred Hicks. We're also tagging in some, some magic rules, which will make sense once we dive into everything, uh, written by Nathan here. All of the Fate stuff is free. You can get it online for zero dollars. So uh, if you like anything you hear today, you know, go check them out. And then if you like what you see there, you throw them some money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, support the arts. Awesome. All right, well, well, how about we go ahead and do brief introductions of our characters, and then we can get to it. Okay, we're going to start with the lead. The lead? <laughs> oh, how, about we we start, decide? how about we start with the <laughs> oldest person? <laughs> yeah. The oldest sister. All right, sister. Maddie, how about you start us off? Yes, as said, we'll start with the lead. Gretchen <laughs> Everly has returned home. Uh, to take care of her errant sisters. Gretchen is actually a physician uh, based out of Chicago, and she's been called home. Okay. What does she look like? Yeah, what does she look like? Okay, we'll do that. (laughs) She is very uh, tall and lean. I would say, I would put her at like 5'9", pretty leggy. She is not a professional marathoner, but she's one of those doctors, right? Icy blonde hair that is obviously very uh, um, expensively done, and um, arctic blue eyes, just a narrow face, very uh, determined individual. Pronouns? Badass. <laughs> she are. Okay. Um, it would be you next. Oh, that's right. I'm next. Okay. So this is Chrissy. I am playing Cassandra Everly. She's the middle sister. She has stayed in our hometown of Wellsprings her entire life. She married her high school boyfriend and divorced him later, but they're still friends. And um, she runs the um, family bed and breakfast with Aunt Lillian. Um, she's just soft and sweet and um, regular brown hair, probably about 5'4". Just just a friendly face that just kind of an average gal and friends with everybody. Okay. All right. She, her. <laughs> yes. Um, so mine is Aster Everly, 22 years old. She is the half-sister, so that's why she's much younger. Um, Mom kind of went off. We'll go more into that later. Um, she is 5'5". Five, five. She, her, pansexual. She is lithe, strawberry blonde hair, thin top lip, green eyes that seem to change and shine. She has very cottagecore aesthetics so loves foraging the outdoors backpacking hiking cross stitch gardening and she's very protective and loving and sweet okay all right so let's get to it all right so um where we'll pick up so everybody should get uh whatever your refresh was i think for chrissy and maddie you guys are both gonna have three mm-hmm. and then would we like to discuss two. our stunts or no, I don't think you need to. Let's let's let them crop up in gameplay. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any need to like over explain the rules or mechanics other than me explaining them to you. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's for me to know and you to find out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I said we were close sisters, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right where, where are we picking up? So uh, our scene opens up. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit more about the three sisters bed and breakfast? Okay. Well, the three sisters bed and breakfast has been belonging to our family for generations. It gets handed down once. So... Yeah, once a generation to three there's, sisters. The, mm-hmm. the power of the family is within three sisters, and we were the next generation. And it was being run by Aunt Lillian, um, whom I worked with, and she passed away. And when she passed away, she was the last of the three sisters alive of her circle. And so when she passed away, it went to us. And the other two were called back home by the power of the family, Magic. And it's on us now to protect the wellspring and the home and to just be the the badass witches we are. <laughs> so what is like the real world functions of the establishment? Like what is – is it like a three-bedroom bed and breakfast? Is it like actually like a hotel? What's the – I envision probably about four or five rooms, like a pretty decent-sized southern home. Two you know, story? With a, yeah, with the – Big old staircase and a big old dining room and paint I, blue, paint blue porch. <laughs> right, oh, we wouldn't be able to cross them if they were. <laughs> I keep out hating witches. Okay. Keeps out the not, bad spirits. <laughs> um, I think that we would have a tendency to cater to the magical um, because we can provide discretion. Well, I think Everly is a name as old as Wellspring, right? Right, and so people are aware mm-hmm. of. Uh, the people in the know are the aware, are aware of what well, we offer. There's also a draw to the magic that Wellspring provides. Mm-hmm. And so we would be the place that they would probably want to stay because they know it's a supernaturally owned establishment. But we may get the wayward norm yeah. stays there. and we Somebody, to- Cass, put us on VRBO. So. I, I just <laughs> made sense at the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a good deal. But yeah, Wellspring is like a spa town, right? So You are all returning from... Earlier this day, let's say, you know, maybe you all got together, you know, a couple of days ago. You've all sort of realigned here and you've had some kind of brief getting together. And you've been at uh, your Aunt Lillian's funeral for, you know, the past couple of hours. You have come back to uh, the Three Sisters B&B and you've, you know, you've received people. You've done the wake and all of that. And everybody is leaving to go home. What are you all doing? Furiously cleaning. Like, just tidying everything and anything to stay busy is I, what my character's doing. I assume I'll be making introductions because nobody really knows me or knows of me. So I'm just going to be going that around. Oh, yeah. My name's Aster. I'm new. And, you know, I just found out that I have this lovely family and I can't wait to get to know everyone more. And I'm just really looking forward to my time here. Gretchen is horrified. <laughs> Is Gretchen standing in the corner with a cigarette? No, I'm standing. Her, yeah, she's, she's furiously smoking she's with a glass of wine. Her, yeah, just standing in front of the fireplace with her back to everybody. No, she's a cup of tea, and she's just drinking tea. Um, staying in a pair of like five inch heels and a slim black dress, and just keeping her back to the crowd. Sure. All this attention is just horrifying, and just all this like reflection on the the Everly to her curse. Yeah, I guess basically, if we still have guests, then I am totally like full. Yeah, I'm watching Cass kill herself, trying she, to cater yeah, to these like people. catering to the people. And, oh, thank you so much for coming. This means so much to us. Mm-hmm. I know I miss Lillian very much as well. Yes, she did mean very much to me. I know, yes. And just doing all the – trying to keep my shit together. Yeah. Sure. But um, also trying to present that strength 
that Lillian always possessed. See, I have the opposite. I have no idea who Lillian really was. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that I mourn for anyone in particular. I'm just like bouncy, 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 from person to person with this like magnetic energy, just excited to be in a new place. Well, I know all these people thought of her as a crazy old bat. So sure. I'm ready for them to roll. Yeah, I'm so, like, thank y'all for coming. We'll let you know if we need anything. And you hear like a clatter of her um, saucer as she lays on the side table and starts kind of pushing everybody toward the door. Yeah. And it's there aren't a lot of people here. There's like maybe like a dozen. And you you kind of see everybody out. I take it then the cast sets to just cleaning everything yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, if, if everybody's gone, it's just us. She's using her magic now to clean it. Like Sure. What are the? You're doing a lot of movement. I know. Thing that we're <laughs> doing in audio. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're seeing you're like it's very like Merlin from yeah, Sword and Stone. Yeah, I'm just okay. flinging my hands around and just making things clean themselves up and. Sure. Just staying busy. Mary fucking Poppins. <laughs> sure. What are the it. two of you doing? I think I am going to go upstairs and unpack and settle in. With the compulsion to return, I went ahead and took a sabbatical, so I'm going to stay on for a few weeks and help Cass. Settle in. I would imagine that, A, I'm just curious. Um, so I'm just kind of going to explore the house and the grounds. Great. So um, tell me a little bit. I guess really you would have the closest relationship with Lillian for sure. So tell me a little bit about Lillian. Lillian was very eccentric. Lillian wore crazy clothes and was fairly private um, to the townspeople. Um, but she had a couple of baddie friends that she played parlor games with and she was very very particular about magic being not known that that humanity norms were not to know about magic in fact i think that's pretty much probably what destroyed my marriage was i wasn't allowed to reveal to him that i had magic right and she was like you either need to keep it to yourself or well, it's to be a marriage. very southern thing, I think. Right. Like, everybody knows what she does. They come scratching to the back door for right. spells and help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we don't acknowledge that. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was very, very, like, she hated that I would use my magic to clean the living room because I might get caught and I didn't care. But I tried not to do it around her because I didn't want to displease her. She was basically the mother I never had, the mother that left. Like, because our mom left us when we were very young. So she became my surrogate mother. There you go. Did it. Uh, so as you're, you know, you guys kind of go your separate ways. You're kind of exploring around the property. Uh, and Cass, you're sort of standing in the living room, waving your arms around, doing your best Merlin impression. Um, when you hear a sort of, uh, like, harumph from behind you. All right. Well, everything falls. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn around. Yeah, you see... With a smile on my face. Arms crossed and a sort of, like, grimace across her face. You see this sort of, uh, like, echoey blue figure that's unmistakably your Aunt Lillian. Just sort of staring down her nose at you very disapprovingly. Oh, Lillian. So you're here still. She says, still? What... What do you mean? You're stomping around the house? We just had guests? And then she kind of, like, looks up and she's like, I... Why did we have guests? And she sort of starts moving around as if to kind of tidy things. But you notice that like her hands just sort of pass through stuff. Huh? Aunt Lillian, you do realize that you have passed on, right? She's like, what? Passed on? Passed on? Pa and she like kind of pauses for a second and um, sort of like kind of stares blankly and sort of looks down at herself. And you see this kind of like uh, 
moment of realization passes over her. I suddenly hear the clip-clop of heels, and I go, well, I guess you can't keep an Everly woman down. Lillian, I see you've joined us. Well, don't worry, Lillian. Like, we've got this under control. We'll take care of the bed and breakfast. I mean, if you if you want to move on, you can move on. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, she leaves then, and the whole thing's resolved. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just like um, that. Her heart is warm. <laughs> Welcome. So, yeah, what's what was uh, your relationship, uh, Gretchen? What was your relationship like with Lillian? Um, I think I'm nothing like her, but she loved me anyway. And I think she supported me in the way that you would a child that you do not understand. Just all like, that sounds wonderful. Here's all the money, everything you ever needed to make it happen. And so like, she's, you know, that's why I just like ruefully, I'm like, of course, of course you're still here. Yeah. Where else would you be? Right. So she's, she's a little bit caught up in her own moment to be very like, like responsive, but, um, she does she does hear you and she sort of like she leans back as if she's going to take a seat and sort of like settles through the couch a bit, but is still suspended there because she's a ghost. And she says, well, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to come. I'm not even sure what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come flouncing and I'm going to go. Oh, are you Aunt Lillian? Uh, would you have met? So we decided in the past that the, the three of you for sure know each other. Mm-hmm. At your from your mother's funeral, so you probably would have met Lillian. Would I? I don't think that I would have come to town though, unless she was at mom's funeral. I she would have, been, she would have gone to her sister's funeral. She would have been there. Okay, we wouldn't have been able to come without her. Like we were, you okay. know. So then I would have gone. Hey, Aunt Lillian, how are you doing? She's like, well, apparently I have deceased. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still here. I am still here. She sort of looks around, uh, kind of displeased. Uh, Gretchen just slyly uh, crosses her arms. She goes, well, you know the rules. You can behave. I will have to put you back. <laughs> and I just arch a brow at her and I'm just, just laughing. She says, well, this isn't this isn't really funny. I uh, and she like <laughs> kind of puts her hand to her head and um, she just looks very like flustered. She's clearly having some trouble sort of getting her uh, feet under her. Well, the ground <laughs> She's a ghost. I think I know why you're here. Lillian, I think you're here to help teach us magic, to help pass on the B&B. She, um, she looks at you confused for a moment. Remind me, what's your mom's name? Charlotte. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's uh, the Charlotte's other girl. And then she, um, she looks at the two of you for a second, and then uh, she stands up and sort of apparates out of the room. Mm. Oh. You scared her off. Oh, Ooh, now I'm going to have to figure out why she's here. Well, because she never trusted us to take care of this place. You know what a control freak she is. Yeah, I know why she's here. But she, you think you Charlotte's do. daughter knows why she's here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she has unfinished business. Clearly, we're going to have to help her figure that out. Also, I have a name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, come along, come along. All right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've had a very trying day. I know. I for one. Could really use a drink. Come on, let's go to the kitchen and make some drinks. Ooh. Do you have any craft beer? <laughs> craft beer. <laughs> no. Do you still have Lillian's honey wine? I do. Mm. She taught me how to make it. Okay. So as you're, you you migrate to the kitchen and you, you start sort of pouring yourselves drinks. The lime and the coconut. Is there anything <laughs> like... Um, That's a practical magic reference. Sorry. <laughs> is there anything in particular that you guys uh, want to talk about while you're there? Well, I would really like to know what 
killed Aunt Lillian. Like, you I don't think it was natural? She wasn't unhealthy. That you know of. Sure, but it's just out of nowhere. I just find her on the floor. That seems really weird to me. Well, from the reports, it said her heart gave out. And she is a woman of a good age. You have to admit, being Everly brings suspicion. Like, either sure, we die. Sure. But she just had her checkup and they said everything was fine. I took her myself. Those are human doctors. Yes, but it was a human problem. They said her heart gave out. They don't know everything. Well, I, okay. So you and Aster, was there trouble? So right about that time, you hear a, like a, a really loud clatter, followed by several like rumbles coming from upstairs in the house. Oh, sweet goodness. What is that now? Run up the stairs. I keep my drink with me. Let me go upstairs. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> she's like. <laughs> so you, you see this sort of like uh, emanating blue glow coming out of one of the guest bedrooms. I, I kind of assumed, are there any guests currently staying at the Three Sisters? I'm going to say that upon her death, we shut the bed and breakfast down, yeah. at least for the time being. That makes like- sense to me. So the place is empty. There, there's no one else here. But one of the rooms, the door is standing kind of cracked and there's a blue light emanating out of it. Lillian, is that you? And I go to the door and throw it open yeah. with my, with so my you, magic. You see this sort of like uh, the whole room is cast in this really bright blue glow. Um, you don't really see Lillian. What you see is like just it seems like maybe thousands of moving figures. They're sort of like thin and kind of um, race like oh. just moving around the room. just like pulling out drawers and like throwing things and like flipping over furniture. Um, I think. I think I'd want to like put a seal up over the door so they don't flood into the rest of the building. Do I have to roll for that? I guess. Yeah. Woo! So, um, Ryan, what's your domain of magic? Um, life. Life. So I can um, suck away life force and heal. Sure. Well, I'm I guess to I can like give life force to you. Yeah. So, um, hmm, that's actually hard now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> How would you make a seal out of life magic? Yeah. Um, so to me, they look like the dead. So I would just... Um, they are the same spectral blue yeah. glow. That Lily um, so I would just um, throw up a pulse over the doorway that would prevent the dead from crossing over. There's a fine Ooh, sure. line between, I think, life and necromancy, and I don't, I don't dabble in necromancy. Okay. So. Mm. All right. Our first uh, skill check. So um, it sounds like that's going to be crafts unless, yeah, it sounds like that's probably crafts. Oh, do you okay. have crafts? I have ritual and will. Oh, actually, ritual. well, uh, depending on how what you want to do, it could be ritual. I think will will is more like your own fortitude, like resisting things. So mm-hmm. pause for a minute. Jacob was saying that all of the minor magic that we do would fall under crafts when he was talking about mm. last night. So crafts is just making things. So any minor okay. magic you want to do that involves making things would yeah. be that. So, so it like, might be worth taking crafts. So like uh, Cass has energy as your domain, right? So if she wanted to make a force field in front of the door, she could mm. use crafts to make a, she- a wall there or whatever. So it might um, be worth adding crafts. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Well, it's up to you. Uh, so I, there are a bunch yeah. of ways I could see you going about doing that. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like I said, we weren't there last night to talk about it, but <laughs> no, I mean, we had just talked about that because I was asking him how would I go about making magic. Well, isn't like, it any way that you can describe? Like, if I yeah, if yeah. I yeah. Could say, explain to you how lore would provide for me to 
use arcane energy to do something. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. long as you can explain oh, it. Oh, we should, I think, did we do this? This is obviously not interesting for anyone to listen to. Did you guys say, you should have like, a, you should have like a magic skill, like a default. If we can't think of a skill that goes with it, that's the, not magic as a skill. That you was should those pick three one things, of those, right? Yeah, it doesn't have to be one of those three, but you should pick a skill. Like I think Lydia did rapport I as did, hers. I did rapport. Or you did rapport. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did empathy. Empathy as hers. So you should just have a skill that if we're like, I really can't think of a way that you could do that through any of the skills, you can fall back on that to do your magic stuff. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so you're not bound. It's not like uh, it has to be that. Yeah, it's not like Torchbearer where I tell you what the skill is going to be. If you've got a way to describe it, that makes sense. I think Gretchen is much more formal. And so it's a series of like um, hand movements and a ceiling word. So she's much more realistic. Uh, sure. Realistic. realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like- perfect. That makes sense to me. Um, so let's just say I don't think so. The scope that you want is basically you just want to be able to trap whatever's going on in this room right yes yeah so let's say it's going to be you're going to need a fair result so uh two okay and i just roll yep so you're going to grab four of your fudge dice Mm -hmm. uh and then you're going to look at your skills so you've got rituals at three Mm -hmm. and then you're going to roll those dice so it's four plus three you're just going to roll your four dice that's it and then you're going to add the total to your skill of three (laughs) all right it's been a while since i saw the videos (laughs) Oh, oh shit. I got a bunch of pluses. Okay. Yeah, so, you're good. <laughs> so that actually clues us into another Holy thing. So shit. I'll walk through the rules really <laughs> yeah. fast. Just so so yeah. we did that. That's always how it starts. This is kind of the backside of Torchbearer. Torchbearer, mm-hmm. you add a whole bunch of stuff on the front end. This is the backside of that. Okay. So what you're going to do now is you're going to, you could, if you had not gotten a result you wanted, you could spend a fate point mm-hmm. on one of your aspects to either re-roll or more likely you're going to get plus two. That's usually what you'll get because at the math balances out better um but you got what you wanted and you got what you wanted plus so your skill was uh three right right you needed a two so right. you've got a total of seven she so you're five over you got five shifts over is that that's every every time you're above it yeah you, the, everything falls on the ladder from negative two to eight mm-hmm. so so it's the total though that shows up on the ladder exactly right. so, so you got a total of eight you needed a fair so um mm-hmm. Yeah, so you do. You got a, a great outcome. So um, you succeed with style. So you get some additional benefit. Mm-hmm. I think in this case, I'm going to give you a boost, which is a one-time use uh, thing. It's a one-time use aspect mm-hmm. that is uh, the ghost is trapped. Ooh. Where, where do you see the boost? Or is that? it's That is explained actually in the back of your cheat sheet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand been a hot second yeah it's gonna take a little learning yep yeah yes um let's just um gretchen is very precise and um she's so strong-willed right everything has to be perfect and so that's why she she flexes that way mm-hmm. all right so, so we walk up we see this and all of a sudden she goes boom and there's like this magical door yeah well and it's i'm sure it's not like imperceptible i'm sure that you can see it happen but it's very quick and there's yeah. this you know there's just like this bright shimmer of like translucence over the door. Oh, yeah. I guess we can't rent that out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, Gretchen, that was awesome. What on earth is going on in that room? Yeah, it continues to like clatter and rumble as this, you know, you see all the kind of moving figures and things being thrown. Y'all, around. this is we not in. this is not normal. This is not something well, that happens here. What if we just trapped Lillian in there? Uh, we'll figure Gretchen's that out in a minute. All of that. Haint, who's in charge in there? Hmm. Why don't you give me Well, let me think. Uh, so you call out to the haint. You guys are sort of talking. Is anybody else doing anything? I'm just looking. Yeah. Looking through the door, see if anything looks familiar. Anybody? We are also just having our comments. And, and, mm-hmm. and yelling, please, please don't break that. Please, <laughs> it's an 
antique. Well, please don't break that. Uh, why don't you give me a rapport test? Hmm, okay. So do you have rapport already? Yep. All right. So let's say, um, actually, this will be with opposition. Do I recognize any of them? Are they ancestors? They're they're like thin moving. They like they're they're th- like in yeah. They're incorporeal. Okay. They're, there's not like features really. Roll again. Yeah. Keep there, those dice. Yeah, right. A pause before they speak again. I say this is Everly Land. I say answer me. Sure. Um. So you got what's your total rapport six. plus? You got a six. So they got a four. Oh, I'm sorry. Five. 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 Okay. Mm. So they got a four. So you beat them by one, Yay. which means you got one shift over them. Um, which is not like a huge uh, benefit, but is a success. Uh, if you wanted to get more, you could. Oh, actually, I don't know how them being trapped would help you, but if theoretically, she gets two you could shifts, use. It still just succeed. Mm-hmm. So how would she get like more? Right. So if you wanted to get more, you can now use an aspect for yourself. Right. You. This is how you mm. could clue in. Um, Aspects don't really, are plus two, right? You don't really need to because this is a simple overcome action. Mm-hmm. So all you're really trying to do is just do better just identify yourself just trying to you know engage them yeah Yeah, um so the uh the 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 figures continue to move around but sort of in the center of the room um you see the the figure of lillian the same sort of ghostly shape sort of solidifies for a moment and she's like looking around concerned and she's like i have to find it and then she kind of uh Mm. apparates again but it's it's still in the room just not her look at cass i don't know i don't know what she's looking for you know how crazy private she is about stuff what's in the room uh, it's just a guest room like it's just one of the rooms we rent out it's not even lillian's room i don't know what she's doing in there but you're the heir apparent <laughs> doesn't mean i know everything that's in <laughs> lillian's head gosh um i told her we're gonna have to put her back uh, we're not having a poltergeist in this house <laughs> poltergeist right. plural i'm gonna go to lillian's room and call sure. for her yeah, so uh, um, for the time being, she's trapped. She is. She's still in that room. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you can, I mean, you can still do that, but. Uh, all right, well, then I'll just yell through the door. I'll be like, Lillian, Lillian, come to the door right now. Sure. Um. Yeah, you go ahead and give me a report test, too. I don't know if I can follow that role. <laughs> I, I got a four. She did not. She. You got more than two shifts. Um. So. Yeah, so she does. She, uh, again, the figures don't necessarily calm down, but uh, Lillian sort of actually like slams into the door a little bit and there's like pushback and uh, she realizes that she can't leave the room, but she is standing there still kind of looking around, but you can sort of see her ghostly visage. Can I go investigate her bedroom? What are you doing? Um, Look at you. You're destroying our room. What are you doing? This is not very Everly behavior at all. she, uh, She sort of like grabs her chin and kind of looks around and she's like, I, I have to, I have to find it. I have to find it. Um, and she kind of turns, she doesn't disappear again, but she kind of turns and is still looking. What are around. you looking for? Aunt Lillian? We can help. We you. can help you. Yeah. So she, uh, she says, no, nope, I can't, I can't get you involved. I, but I have to find it. And she sort of takes a couple of steps into the room. You died. You've already involved us. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this stuff works. We have been called. So, let us help you. Gretchen is covering her mouth and like hiding the like throaty chuckles like because <laughs> she's never seen you be this bold with her. She's dead now. <laughs> wow. I'm in charge now. This is my house. Wow. She is in my Who's house. Roland's house. Oh, she has it. left me. It is my job now. And she is going to answer me because she's tearing my shit up. Okay. So is it, is that what we visualize? Is this frantic one figure or is it other figures helping her? It seems like it's her. Okay. Just moving really quickly. Yeah. She's got ghost powers. 
Uh, do you know where Lillian's room is? <laughs> I think before. Uh, I think we've back. been here a minute. If we did a wake go and a back. whole should yeah, thing. Yeah, you didn't yeah. roll out today. You've well, been here a couple of days. Go back a little bit. I would actually like to. I can cold read a person to sense their like emotional state without the need to interpersonal contact. Okay. Would we count her as a person? Yeah. It she specifies counts person. as a person. Okay. Um, and then that would be it's a supernatural empathy. game, though. Okay, so how does that read me? That's like, what does that stunt say? Cold read. Once per scene, you may use empathy to read a person's emotional state without the need for interpersonal contact. Okay. Yeah, she seems distraught and uh, concerned. And she's zipping around the room frantic. So I would like to try to like point her out and I would be like, I know you don't know me well, but we're here to take over just like you did from your parents and we're here to help you. And that's what Gretchen we're here stiffens for. the thought that Aster's going to take over anything. Well, no, but like that's what we're, we're here stiffen. to help just like you helped. We're a team of three. It's better than a team of one. So uh, for context, have you guys talked about like the mystical passing down of the three sisters and all of the responsibilities. And we stuff probably like haven't that. had time to really sit down yeah. and discuss it yet. Well, but I think I th- on some level we would assume because our sister. Well, you said you had no knowledge of stuff. You had no You were just compelled knowledge. back. So yeah. I don't want to speak for you. I just know that we were raised in the home, so we would like have more would knowledge. Know. But yeah. I don't want to make any assumptions about what you know. I would think, though, that if we were here for a few days, we would have had that conversation of why I was here. I don't know. Funerals are pretty we've busy. Been, yeah, we've been dealing with the death of our dear aunt who sure. took care of us after our mother okay, left Okay, so regardless, us. I would say we're here mm-hmm. to help. Um, three is better than one. Um, we just we're here for you. Obviously, we can help you look. You know, more eyes is always more eyes. Sure. So it sounds. Mm. She's not wrong, Lillian. You know this, and we need to help you. Please stop tearing the room up and <laughs> let listen to us. Maybe you she- owe me. Maybe stop mentioning the room. <laughs> she knows how much we love this place. Okay. Yeah, why don't... Well, you're the only one who hasn't rolled yet, so why don't you give me a mm-hmm. uh, rapport test? Is that rapport or empathy? It's rapport. So empathy is empathy is like, oh, I can look at Maddie and realize what she is thinking or whatever. Like, I can try to read her body language. It, rapport is the me using my skills to try to influence her. It's a three. Um, okay. Because I canceled those out. But she also got a three, so you tie... Um, so use an aspect. Yeah. Oh, yep. Here you go. So you could use an aspect. You can spend a fate point and add plus two to. Oh, I, we actually should talk through how you can use fate points. So there's actually four ways you can use fate points. You can use one to invoke uh, an aspect, which is where you can give yourself plus two to a roll. You can reroll your die or you can add plus two to another character's roll or you can. Um, yeah, that's basically it. You can also add plus two to opposition. You can also spend a fate point to power a stunt which we talked about people have stunts that say spend a fate point and do X. You can spend a fate point to refuse a compel. So like if I'm like, hey, Lydia, you've got this aspect. I'm going to make your life harder. Um, you can say, I don't really want to do that right now. And you can block that with a fate point. And you can spend a fate point just to declare a story detail. So, oh, yeah, I did bring the rope to climb this ladder or whatever. You ah, spend a okay. fate point and you have that. Um, and to get yeah. fate points, you fail rolls. Except compels from me. Or from other players, oh, actually. Oh, compels from you. Right? So Maddie could actually say, hey, I think that you, this aspect you have would create a problem in this situation. So I'm going to introduce this interesting conflict for you, and I'm going to offer you a fate point. Uh, well, not offer you. I'm going to give you one, and then you have the same option to refuse by spending a fate point. Okay. 
Yeah, because that's the that's the main economy of the game is that I give you guys fate points or stuff. You can also use fate points on my NPCs. So I'll give them aspects like Lillian has keep it behind closed doors as an aspect. And so if uh, you could spend a fate point to use that against her. Hey, I created that. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And you just want these three aspects, right? Uh, you should have five. Oh, you want to include? You should the... have your high concept, your trouble, and then your the three phase okay. aspects. I only have four. It, they don't have to be in any particular order. How? That's not possible. You're <laughs> not possible. <laughs> so, oh, well, you may have been able, not been able to come up with one, which is okay. You could have left it blank. Do you have an aspect you could use in this instance <sighs> to call upon? I was thinking maybe either a I've got something to prove, or I don't really know what I'm doing. Or what I'm here for. I like this something to so. prove. If you're like, yeah. Aunt Lillian, you want to do this for us who you don't really know. You're playing like, uh, I mean, it appears to be that you're playing a very solid ingenue. Yep. Who's like very sincere. I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that then. So you spend a paint, paint point, fate yeah. point. Do I spend fate points when I do aspects? To invoke an aspect. You're yep. the worst. Unless they have free. Huh? Free? Yeah, unless they have free invokes. So you can get free invokes if you create an aspect. Or like oh. the boost is free. She didn't need to use she doesn't need to use Trapped. anything, but she's the only one that has the boost, but she doesn't need to use that to use okay. that invoke. Okay. Um All right. Yeah. That's what I'll use then. Okay, so you spend a fate point. You can only give yourself the benefit of an aspect once from uh like a normal spend. So you can get free invokes. And so that's a good way that you guys can make teamwork is if you all do actions to like give get a bunch of free invokes and then pass those off to one player to do something, then mm-hmm. they're going to get a whole bunch of plus twos because you can stack free invokes as much as you want. But you can only use a regular invoke once per aspect. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably just add plus two. Technically, if you want, you can reroll all four of those dice and see what happens. But I think I'm good. Which will put you, put you guys tied. Two. So that puts you two above. So you get what you wanted. Remind me. So you were like, hey... All of us working together will be more helpful for you than you trying to do this on your own. Three eyes is better than one pair. Sure. Um, so I think oh, that would also be proving <laughs> to her that the the power of the three with us right. is. But I don't know that working. Right. Yep. So, yeah, she c- kind of chills out. So she still looks a little like distraught and confused. But the uh, like all of the blurred motion and stuff behind you kind of settles. You see several items that were sort of just like floating in the air kind of fall to the floor and clatter. And the room is like just a mess. It doesn't look like there's any structural damage, but it's going to be several hours of cleaning. You mean if we didn't have magic? (laughs) Do you spoiled? Do you drop the the barrier? Um, I address her. Lillian, what are we looking for? She says, well, I hmm. Everything's really fuzzy right now. Uh, And she kind of. Uh, she does the same thing where she sort of like leans back to sit on the bed in this room and sort of like phases Seems through like, it a little bit. Um, I look at Cass. I'm like, is there an office? Do you guys actually keep records here? Or is this all crazy mumbo jumble scrolls? Well, I mean, yeah, we have an office, but she, clearly whatever she's looking for is she thinks is in this room. She doesn't know what she's looking for. She's basically got like ghost Alzheimer's. <laughs> um, ghost Alzheimer's. Gonna, that's an aspect of this too. Now. Ghost Alzheimer's. Ghost Alzheimer's. <laughs> um, would there be like information that we i might possess of like ghosts and like you have a way to find out whether or not you know some stuff about ghosts you can make a lore test okay. uh what are you what are you trying to find out i guess at this point whether or not like there's a way to like not necessarily help her be a little bit more corporeal and like so we can like settle her down and like sure yeah 
clearly ghosts are a thing in this world. Mm-hmm. And clearly there are ways to deal with ghosts. I'm thinking like, we can't bring her back from the from dead, mind you, but maybe we can help her be a little bit more comfortable, I guess yeah. is the only thing I can think of. So I think um, I think you're going to need a great. So great. Uh, four. All right. This is lore, right? Yep. Ooh, I got a two. But you know what you could do? You can use an aspect to increase that by two. That still wouldn't be a great, though. Would yeah, it? you would add two. So if you got a two... I got. A, I have a one. No, I have a two right now. Okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah so yes, I will. I guess I will invoke. Um, my time has come. Yeah. <laughs> or the Evelyn family conduit. Ooh, yes. Like I would draw sure. upon the family energy to help her feel better and maybe be able to sit on the bed. Yeah, makes sense to me. Can you get through her magic? Oh, and Lydia, you should cash in one of your asp. Your, would your would the points. barrier stop my magic? No, no, it just stops her from being. No, if you're pulling on it, it certainly wouldn't. Like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, yeah. the, the door and I gasp and grab my chest. I'm like, you could warn somebody. <laughs> but as it's as she's sitting, so like I do yeah. that, and she sits as opposed to like. Oh, yeah. So uh, why don't you tell me then, uh, Cass? What are some things that you know to be true about ghosts? Well, I think most specifically in this instance, witch ghosts, like I think human norms would be a different story um, because she's still uh, linked to the family power. Mm -hmm. Even though she's dead, she's still part of the power. And so we can I can provide some energy to her to be able to maintain a little bit of a form and maybe help calm her brain down a little bit. Now, I don't think I'm going to help her be able to remember what happened to her, mm-hmm. but like that maybe there's a little bit more of a link now where yeah. like, sure. Make her more of a real, so girl. like she's more dependent on me now, as opposed to me being dependent on her. Yeah. When she's in your presence, you can sort of, uh, calm her a bit. You right. can, you stabilize her. So as she's sitting, I'm like, I, I, like I walk into the room. I'm like, Lillian, sit down. I need you to think, what are you looking for? She's, uh, yeah. So she sort of settles for a bit and she kind of looks around and she's like, well, it's, it's, it's not in here. Um, is the barrier still up? No, no I think it dropped I, when I she sucked the energy out of the barrier. <laughs> Cause I don't know. Are you super good at that? Are you really well controlled or do you pull too much or what do you think? Um, did you suffer essentially? Right. Well, no, I mean like that, like, is it something that like would be draining? I or? think in certain circumstances it could be. Like if I were in danger or you were in danger, I think I could possibly do something mm. too strongly. But mm. I think in this instance it was very controlled and very like, no, 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 please just calm down. You know, like I wasn't upset. If I were upset, I think it'd be a different story. Mm. Okay. Yeah. She she stands up and she walks out of the room and into the hallway. Um, and she says, I'm pretty sure it's then she turns and heads down the stairs. Okay. I follow her. Mm-hmm. Wow. Assuming everyone does. Yes. Yeah. She takes you to uh, sort of, I'm making up the layout, obviously, but I imagine (laughs) there's probably like some kind of foyer that enters. There's some stairs. There's a living area. And then there's probably like some back rooms. That's where the kitchen is. There's a dining room up close to the front of the house. And she takes you to kind of a back room where I imagine her room is. And before she gets to her door, she stops and she walks through the wall. Into her room? Mm Mm-mm. She walks, well, she walks, like, there's a door here, and there's hallway, and she walks through the hallway wall. Can I investigate and see if there's anything that, like, I could push or trigger? Sure. And this is not something I'm familiar, like, there's nothing there that uh, I'm aware of. Of course she didn't tell you. (laughs) 
You already said she I was grew a up kooky. in the house, though. Like, she's yeah. a kooky kids, old bat. Kids are curious. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, we, yeah, for we've sure. been all over this house. So for there to be something I don't know about right. is not normal. So how are you investigating? So I would just imagine that I'm, if there's like a shelf, I'm touching it. I'm taking books off. If there's something... I don't know if there's any like kind of statues or anything like that. It looks like mostly a, just like smooth wall. Yeah, so like a narrow touch paneled it? hall. Yeah, yeah the paneled t- exactly is what I was. Can imagining. we touch the panels? Can we pull the yeah. panels? That kind of thing. But you're just feeling around with your hands, hoping to touch something. Yeah. Useful. You don't feel or touch anything useful. It just feels like wall. That's incredibly helpful. <sighs> you can Weird. investigate with other things. I know with magic is what's. But I wouldn't know to do that because right now I know very basic plant magic. I wouldn't realize to use it. On I don't other remember things. there being any sort of secret door here. Do you? No. But I mean, she's a ghost. I mean, she could be in the basement for all I know. Um, I'm going to clip into her bedroom and see if there's anything emanating in there, any entryway through. Th- it doesn't look like it. So I pop my head out. and I'm like, there's nothing in here. So this is your joint now. How do we get it, in there? It does seem like, you know, you're not an architect or a mathematician, but it seems like probably where she walked through the wall would have, it wouldn't have been like totally into her room, mm-hmm. but it certainly would have like clipped into her room. You know, if there were, a, you know, if there were a standard doorway there, it sort of definitely would have partially gone mm-hmm. into her room, but you don't, there's nothing there. And so when you stepped into her room, she's not in her room. Mm-mm. Right. And so like, and there's nothing that like indicates an entryway from there. So I, when I lean out and I'm like, it's on you, sis. Can I cast a spell to see if I can see through the wall? Sure. Yeah. Makes sense to me. How do you want to do that? Um, so um, I chose energy as my magic. So control arcane energy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like maybe again, um, just. So the thing that jumps to my mind, and this is just a suggestion, is I think notice would be a really obvious thing to okay. do with that. I was wondering um, if, that, if that was the in, uh, the use of notice. Yeah, notice is uh, notice is also used in like physical combat to be like, oh, I see you before you see me. Mm, but okay. it definitely it's the perception skill. Yeah, so I'm just kind of throw up my hands and throw them out, and I start drawing in energy from the house um, to look through the wall. I just trying to like I'm not even trying to create a hole, just like see through the wall to see if I can see where it's going to. Mm-hmm. Or if you can see Lillian. Or Lillian, yeah. Yes, yeah, so let's say you need a f- fair. I got a 3. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you do. You um you you kind of summon some some energy from the house and you can kind of feel the house creak a little bit, almost as if it's like pushing back against you. Um and you see a uh, a sort of like faint outline of a doorway appears to you only as you're kind of looking through this magical lens in the wall where Lillian passed through. So there's what clearly is a door but it's just kind of a hidden door, a magic door. Yeah. All right, there's a there's a door here, but I don't Oh, God. Is she that big of a nerd? Say friend. Say friend and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I was like, what? Oh. Um, but I don't see a way to open it. Um, and I'm just looking at, like, the outline of the door, I guess, like, door knobs. <laughs> Which I'm dying laughing because, like, this is just so you. Like, this is your house now. Open that door. You just ripped down my big shield right. and punched me in the chest. Gonna, I think you can certainly open this door. I'm going to offer you a compel. Uh, okay. If uh, I think, let me read this again. No. Cast. Yeah. So I'm going to offer you compel on Heart of the Family. You can kind of see faintly in the uh, frame of the door. It looks like there are three hand prints that are there. And mm. it, you, you get the sense that maybe uh, maybe the three of you need to do something together 
to open this doorway. <laughs> and that's why you get a fate point for that, unless Touch you it. don't want it. Okay, yeah, no, I'll take it. Um, come here, you two, come here. I think I think if we touch this door, I think it'll open. I see handprints on it. What the fuck? Let's give it a try, right? I mean, I'm down. I see your face. <laughs> just indulge me, please. It's been a really long day. I just don't feel like... Give me your hand. <laughs> so we're just going to accept this? We're going to accept, and I look pointedly at Aster, this yes, fate? Yes, it's what's been given to us. We're going to work with what we've got. Wait, pause. Yeah. What's happening? Resentment. <laughs> well, obviously, but you're going to accept this, and I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, our fate. Our, that we're... Are you are you asking some like as a yes. player? Yeah. No, wait. As a player or as Aster? As Aster. Okay. okay. Like what? What are you talking about? And I just look at Cass with uh, narrow eyes. We're just still getting used. Did to you have want it. to come here, or did you feel compelled to come here? <laughs> I just kind of stumbled in here. If that's the question, did you seek this out? You're like, my gosh, I'm coming to Wellspring. I cannot wait Guys, to live with Cass. We're going to lose her if we don't open this door. She's dead. She'll be all right. <laughs> So I, yes. I can't say that I felt compelled, but I can't say that I felt any other kind of way either. I mean, I just kind of stumbled While on arguing, this. I casually grab both their hands and I put all three hands out the door. What is happening? And I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, this is this is not going to be it. Yeah, I no, see nothing seems doing. to happen. You got to want it. I do want it. Not just you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that's a great line. <sighs> I take a deep breath. I, I'm just, I wanted something different. I know you did. We tried to give it to you. And I look at Aster and I grip my teeth and I flex my fingers. Fine. And I look at her and I'm like, we're going to teach you what compulsion feels like then just to protect you. And I flex in. I'll put my hand up there, but I don't really know what's happening. Do you what do it she, with go, some go, gusto? Like, what's the... Are you just like... Mm. I love it. I'm just supposed to like... You can fly, Dumbo. Count your feather. You're going to learn some more magic. Okay. Trust me. So okay. Hold on. So what does she do? I look at Cass. What does she do? Uh, her magic? or yeah. She talks to plants. I don't just talk to them. That's so sweet. I am exceptionally... Of course she does. She's I'm a green I'm exceptionally witch. great at growing them okay so imagine that you're gonna grow a plant put your hand up there and grow a plant okay it's a door made out of wood wood is a plant talk to the wood what is not a good dirty. looking plant oh, what is an ugly plant <laughs> that's the name of the first episode talk to the wood <laughs> oh, oh that's talk a to the great... hand. Right. put your hand on the door please that's We're a great touching the wood is it pulsing <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. If it makes a difference, I can use empathy in place of lore to sense the emotion and needs of plants. Okay. All right. Um, if we need to come to that. Yeah. Just touch the door. So you hold your hand there for a moment and you feel the house kind of like uh, creaks and groans again. And then uh, the well, basically the wall disappears, like the little chunk of wall there. And there's just a, a little path that leads down. It looks like a stone staircase that leads down in a spiral uh, with these like blue flame lanterns set in the uh, wall sconces well isn't this interesting and i start walking yeah it's very old and kind of musty like the air is just kind of thick and uh there's like just kind of dust everywhere curiouser and curiouser <laughs> dust everywhere so they didn't really come down here 
we never came down here for I didn't full know moons. This existed. Yeah. yeah. So you you walk down. It's not. It's longer than makes any sense for the geography of where you are, but it's not like hours of walking. But you walk down the spiral staircase a little ways, and it opens into um, a room out in front of you. It's fairly large, uh, larger than the basement we're in here, maybe twice the size. And the walls are lined with books. It seems like they're just like stacks and stacks of books um, in manuscripts. In the middle is uh, like a, a dais that looks like it has like three braziers in it. And then there's like one in the middle. And uh, you notice that the three smaller braziers on the edge are out and the one in the middle is lit. And uh, you see the, the ghost of Lillian is sort of sitting uh, crisscross applesauce on the floor with several books spread around her. 